Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. How are you doing this morning? I hope you're doing very, very well. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I know that I have so many listeners that are very faithful and sending me valuable feedback each week or every other week. And you give me questions, you give me comments, some feedback as to what you thought of the shows. And I so appreciate that. If any of you would like to post questions. I would be happy to answer those. If it's private and you don't want it shared, fine. Just let me know that. But otherwise, if you think it's something that would be meaningful to all of us as listeners of this radio show, by all means, let me know that as well. And I'll take the time to be able to make certain it's private, but we share just the basics or the spirit of your question. You can go to Johnson. W-I-M, which stands for WealthIncomeManagement.com. You can post those questions, and it's something that I so appreciate receiving from each one of you. Now, I talked about the retirement income store, and this is something that I do frequently because it is something I am passionate about. So many people today are getting closer and closer to retirement. They're getting closer to that day in which they're going to be making that transition from working to retirement. They want to do it successfully. They want to do it the right way. They want to be able to do it where there's as little anxiety and stress as is possible. And so I encourage my clients and I encourage you, go to the retirementincomestore.com where there is a tremendous amount of meaningful information that I know you'll appreciate reading and watching. There's all sorts of information there to help you kind of get prepared for the transition that you're about to make into retirement. And you know what? The more prepared we can be, the more educated we can be, I believe, the more successful at making that smooth landing as we possibly can. Well, I'm kind of excited about today's show because it's a little more of a psychology lesson than anything else. And I know that that probably doesn't sound very 
exciting, but you know, it has everything to do with you. It has everything to do with me and it has everything to do with our money and with our life and with the outcome of our life. So I'm going to start out by asking a very simple, but a very direct question. And that is, do you believe that lying is wrong? Is it something that you agree with? Now, don't think about it too long. Chances are your first instinct was, no, I don't believe in lying. So let me ask you this question. Let's say that a member of your family, a member of your close immediate family was in danger. And you knew that if you lied, that it would set them free. Would you have any inhibition to lying? Or would you simply lie? Would you fuss over that decision? Would you deliberate over that decision? Well, you know, lying is wrong. So if I lie, well, then my family is harmed. If I don't lie, then they're set free. But gosh, I'd be lying. You know, I think that there's an awful lot of meaning and a lot of things to be gleaned from that question. And what we're dealing with when we ask this question, when we consider what we would do, is something that's called cognitive dissonance. Now, cognitive dissonance is something that every single one of us as human beings have to contend with. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I had a very, very good example of this with a woman that I was working with. Now, I met this woman, we'll call her Mary, all the way back in November of last year. And Mary was, oh my goodness, she was a single woman. She had put quite a bit of money in the bank. She had some money sitting in the stock market, a good chunk of money sitting in the stock market. And she had attended one of my educational webinars. And then after the webinar, she reached out to me because she wanted to have a consultation. And what I soon learned is that this woman was absolutely just fretful. She was absolutely dreading what was going to happen to the money that she had sitting in her stock mutual funds. She knew from past history that these stocks had been volatile. They had done well just as an average over the course of time. But now she was in a position where she was completely and totally retired. And she was in a position where she was completely and totally vulnerable to volatility and to losses. And she was pretty much in a position where she didn't feel comfortable doing a lot of things in retirement because she was so nervous about losing the money. And yet at the same time, she was very optimistic about what was happening in the stock market. She was very optimistic about watching the market recover completely from 2020 and the February and March sell-off of 2020. She was optimistic because, why, you know, she had watched the losses, which were scary, but it had come back, and now it was slightly better than it was even back in February. And then she was kind of excited about maybe this new administration was going to be, you know, better for the country. It was going to be better for the economy. It was going to be better in general as the COVID crisis and the pandemic started to wane and started to kind of diminish here and there. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. 
3.7. And so today's episode is going to be called The War Within. You see, every single one of us have moments in our life, and some of us live with these moments very infrequently. Some of us were very black and white, and we just don't have a lot of conflict. But even those of us that don't contend frequently with cognitive dissonance are going to experience it from time to time. And it was ripping this woman apart inside this war that she was experiencing within her own mind. Because on one side of her life, on one side of her mind, she was in a position where she was retired. She did not have a paycheck coming anymore. She had just social security. And she knew that she was completely and totally reliant upon this money that was sitting in the stock market. And she didn't want this money to disappear. She didn't want this money to go down. She didn't want to have to dip into the principle of this money in order to survive. And yet, she knew she was going to have to. And the problem with part of her mind was the fact that as much as she knew that she needed to make this money safe, she also knew on the flip side of her mind that she didn't want to miss out on the excitement. She didn't want to miss out on the market going up. Now, let me ask you, have you ever had this war within your own mind? Have you ever had this battle that goes on and on and on? You know, I remember as a child growing up, I remember seeing a cartoon many, many, many years ago where there was the devil on one shoulder and there was an angel on the other. That's the way that some of us can feel. We know past history of the stock market. We know that history within the stock market is not something that's just going to up and disappear. We know that the market is going to have long periods of time in which it does really, really well. And we have long periods of time in which it doesn't do well at all. And so we have this war that goes on within our mind. Do we stay or do we pull out? Do we get in? Do we get out? And the question that I have for you is, what are you doing about the cognitive dissonance? For so many that I work with, I find that they want to be set free of the cognitive dissonance, but they don't know how. And so I want to share with you that it is more important as you're getting closer and closer to retirement to focus on the purpose of this money rather than the performance of this money. Now, for some of you, you may say, well, that's ludicrous. I want performance. Okay, granted, so do I. I want performance. But is performance long-lasting? Is performance something that continues on forever? And we all know that it does not. But let me ask you, how long is your retirement going to last? You see, your retirement as a product of this generation is likely to be the longest retirement that any generation has ever seen. You may be retired for 20, 25, maybe even 30 years or more. And what does that mean? It means that you likely have the concern in the back of your mind that you may end up outliving this money depending upon what happens, depending upon what happens with inflation and the cost of goods, depending upon what happens with interest rates, depending upon what happens with the stock market, depending upon what happens with political legislation that is passed. And so on one side of your mind, you're warring, wanting to stay in the market because 
It is enjoyable. It is exciting. It is pleasurable to be able to see numbers being added to your statement. And yet on the flip side of the coin, you have that knot in the pit of your stomach in which you also realize that it's very fleeting and it could disappear tomorrow. So what can set you free from this is understanding what the outcome is. What is your outcome for your retirement? Is your outcome to live a lesser lifestyle or a better one? Is your outcome to have to scrimp and save for income? Or is your outcome more income? What is your goal for your retirement? Is it to have more stress or the same amount of stress, or is it to have less stress than you're having today? As it pertains to your money, as it pertains to paying your bills and doing things that you want to do. You see, when we become very purposeful with our money, when we decide to begin investing our money on purpose for the purpose of completing and accomplishing the outcome. Now, this becomes something that provides us resolve. It's kind of like this. If we know that we have a problem with our health and we wake up one day and we say, that's it. I'm never drinking again. I'm never smoking again. I'm never eating cheeseburgers again. I'm not eating the donuts every single morning. And you just stop cold turkey. That person no longer has an issue with cognitive dissonance. They have now become resolved in their mind so much so that it's no longer even an argument within the mind. I hope I've piqued your curiosity because we're going to deal with at least one, maybe two more other areas in which all of us as human beings, as individuals who are about to retire, we have more of an argument in our mind than we ought to have. Go to my website, Johnson, W-I-M, which stands for Wealth Income Management, and you'll find that there's a little link there to communicate to us, to send us a question, to send us a comment. You can also go to our radio podcast channel, which is just CapitalizeLife.com. You'll be able to get all of the past episodes of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show, and I just really appreciate you doing that and giving us a bit of feedback as to what you think and what you don't think. Stick around. You'll want to hear the conclusion of this matter. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. The road to retirement is filled with twists and turns, and life's unexpected detours could easily throw you off course. That's why it's essential to work with a financial advisor who is also a fiduciary. A fiduciary experienced in helping clients navigate the complexities of retirement planning while helping you pay yourself first. The road to retirement now made simple. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local retirement income specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. 
And welcome back to the second half of this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. If you're just joining us, my name is Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. If you're just joining us, thank you so much for tuning us in. And for those of you that stuck around, I want to make this second half and the conclusion of our discussion here today very relevant for you. We've been talking about something called cognitive dissonance. And cognitive dissonance, in very generic terms, is the war within. It's the war within our mind that we go through from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, lifetime to lifetime, in which we are dealing with this war, this decision of do we get in, do we get out? Do we stay or do we leave? Do we keep more of our money in the market? Do I keep less of my money in the market? And you see this cognitive dissonance, this war within this argument that's going on between, say, the holy angel and the evil devil. It is something that so many investors are going through. Maybe you go through this from day to day. Your mind is telling you on one side that you should get out because you know just how dangerous the stock market is. You know that the stock market could fall at any time. You know that it could cost you money, money that you cannot afford to lose. And yet on the flip side of the coin, you look around and you say, you know, but the market's going up, so I should probably stay in. You know, it's not that bad. Well, I mean... I could lose, but not that much. And so it creates this inner stress that all of us go through. Mary, in my example, was going through this exact same thing. On one hand, she knew that this was money that she needed to have for retirement. She knew that this was money that she was going to have to draw from. She didn't want to, but she knew she was going to have to. But the question became, why Would she need to if she was investing it the right way? So how does a person combat cognitive dissonance? Well, as I said at the end of the first half of our program, we've all known those individuals where they were smokers all their life. And then one day we run across them and we notice that they're not smoking. And we ask them what happened. And they said, "Eh, I just quit cold turkey. And we're just amazed, aren't we? And we're amazed because... Man, that's got to take tremendous willpower. But you know, that's where the key is. It's not willpower. Willpower is something that diminishes over the course of time. What eliminates and absolutely destroys cognitive dissonance is waking up to the reality that this is what you need to do. And if you do anything else, it is something that is going to work against what your outcome is. In other words, they realized that that was the last cigarette that they were ever going to put into their mouth because you know what? They had made a decision. They had resolved that this was something that was never, ever going to happen to them. Now, when it comes to the stock market, I want to be clear. I am not anti-stock market. In fact, I encourage many of my clients to have at least some exposure to the stock market. But what I am objected to is paying too much for your stock. I am objected to investing in things that are not going to produce an output of income for you. 
Why? Because if you have become resolved in your mind that your goal, your outcome is income as it should be in retirement, then guess what? We need to make a logical separation from normal growth stock, from normal stock mutual funds that will require us to have to sell shares to get our income. And we need to make the purposeful, objective choice to now begin investing our money into things that are producing income through interest and dividends. And why is this so important? So that we no longer have to deal with this battle in our mind. So that we know that our objective is going to be that of a reasonable investment choice and philosophy where we can get income from the principle that we have worked so hard for. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management.com. And post your question to us, reach out to us, let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Now, what is another area that I see individuals have this war within? And it has to deal with money in the bank. We have money in the bank. Some of us have way more money in the bank than what we need to have. And yet, we have this war in our mind. We want to keep the money in the bank because the money in the bank is safe, right? We know that it's accessible. We know that it's there for us if we need it. If something really goes haywire, if something goes south, we know that we can grab that money because it's there and we've come to trust the bank. But the question becomes, why do I keep all of the money in the bank that I keep? Do I keep it there because I'm going to need it? Is there something big, some big financial thing that I'm going to need to use this money for? Or am I simply keeping my money there because my money is safe? And you see, I find many individuals, they don't necessarily keep as much money as they need in the bank because, well, they need it because there's some big financial outlay or project that they're working on. I see that many people keep too much money in the bank simply because it's safe and because they don't know where else to put the money. And so, This was the other half of the war within within Mary's mind. Mary had money in the stock market and it was, you know, one day the market be up and she would be so optimistic and so happy and gleeful and man, she's made the right choice. And then the market would come down and all of those tech stocks that she owned, they would just start to unravel and she started to get all anxious inside and feeling the stress. And yet Mary had gone to the opposite end of the bookshelf and she had put a good chunk of her money into banks and into bank CDs and into cash and the bank's savings account and the bank's checking account. And she was having a mental argument with that money as well because she knew that it was safe and yeah, that made her feel good. She could sleep at night, but it also made her sick at the same time because she wasn't making anything on her money. And so Not only did I have to work Mary through the stock side of her money to help her become more purposeful and more resolved on what her outcome was, but I also had to help Mary see that she had a universe of opportunity with regards to the money that was safe, but wasn't making her anything. You know, today there are alternatives to bank money. Now, as much as 
We know that government bonds have not been a tremendously good investment because the interest rates. Investment interest rates in government bonds are coming up. Right now, they're sitting somewhere between that 1.6 to 1.8% mark. That's better than you're getting on your CDs guaranteed. Number two, there is a universe of tools out there called annuities. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very, very skeptical of annuities. And so if you have annuities, you have to be very careful of what you have to know what you have and to know limitations and the benefits of what you have. But there are annuities out there that are contractually insured by the claims paying capability of the company that they're with. And if you want something that is cost effective, you want something that's very simple, but something that's going to give you a profoundly better interest rate than what you're getting in your CDs. All you have to do is simply look for fixed interest annuities. Fixed interest annuities are about as bland as it gets. But guess what? If safety is really your goal, but you just simply want a little bit better of an output than what the bank is paying you, then look at fixed interest annuities. Now, if you want greater potential, but you still want the safety, we've talked about indexed annuities. Indexed annuities can be something that you want to avoid, but they also can be if you find the right company and the right design and the right type of tool for the toolbox. An indexed annuity can be a very useful tool. Is it right for all of your money? Heavens no. In fact, I get very frustrated with insurance agents that sell these indexed annuity contracts and they don't truly themselves understand all the particulars of the contract or they try to convince simply because they want the commission. They want clients to put too much of their money into these indexed annuities. And that's not right either. But if you can take and you can understand that there is, number one, a purpose, there is an outcome, there is an absolute decision to be made with your money. And that once that decision is made, whether that decision is for growth and you accept the responsibility and the risk for the money because you know that your outcome is growth on this money and you're accepting the risk that it could be here today and gone tomorrow or it may be worth more, then that is fine. If, however, you're wanting to be in simply because it's going up, but yet your gut tells you the other side of your brain and your heart is telling you that this money is too precious to risk. May I suggest that that is the side of your mind to listen to. That is the side of your intuition telling you that you need to be more purposeful with your money. You see, if we can simply abolish this cognitive dissonance and we can decide based upon the outcome that we want, whether it's for good health, whether it's for good relationships, whether it's for a prosperous and beautiful retirement, if we can decide that that is the outcome we want, then making the tough, difficult decisions to either get in or to get out can be more easily made. And guess what? Once that decision is made and that resolve is there, the amount of euphoria, the amount of feeling of relaxation and peace of mind that comes, I can't tell you how beautiful that is. So maybe you've been battling this argument in your mind. You've been trying to make that decision, Matthew, do I stay in the stock market? It seems to be doing well, but Matthew, I've been victimized too many other times. May I ask you, to reach out for help. May I ask you 
to start opening your mind to the universe of possibilities that exist out there where you don't have to be relegated to the big swings of the stock market in order to be able to grow your money, but rather to be open to the idea of investing your money for income. Where if you've got the income that's being produced off from your principal, you can spend it. You can enjoy it with your family. You can enjoy for the rest of your life. But if you don't need all the income that's being produced, you can simply save it and grow your net worth the old-fashioned way. So may you become cognitive to whether or not you have cognitive dissonance. And if you do, may I ask you to consider the key that I've provided you today to abolish this argument and this war within for the rest of your life where you become simply purposeful with your money so that you can enjoy that amazing retirement that you've worked so hard to save for. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, my team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value And we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.